We've got to hit record. We don't have time to waste. This will be an express episode at absolute most 42 minutes. Alex has rudely moved away from home and it has been incredibly difficult to, to get a hold of the guy. Yeah, it's so... So we're really trying to make the most of this. Well, here's the thing. I was explaining to someone, because I'm over in Hyatt, which is like Bayside, and you go over for sailing yeah. to Sandringham like a couple of times a week. Yeah, twice a week. So you think that would be kind of like easier because but, then it's like, oh, we're only 10 minutes away. But what ends up happening is that I try to over-engineer any meetup. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, right, well, I won't see you Monday because you're going to be in Sandringham on Tuesday. So uh, I'll drive over there and then you can drive me back to Ascot Vale. Yeah. Like, Look, it's so inorganic now and it's so forced that I feel this is the death knell of the friendship. <laughs> yeah, Certainly honestly, this could be the last episode. <laughs> I'm not even angry about it. It's a lot of effort, isn't it? It's... Uh, I don't. You had a little tidbit that you wanted to share. You enjoy starting off with a tidbit. I like the tidbit. I'm not sure I do have a tidbit. I think I had a very interesting uh, encounter with my sister like five minutes ago, just before you arrived. I love just taking personal relations to a public forum. Well, the good thing about my sister is she doesn't listen listen to (laughs) us. But I think I'll I'll just get right into it. So uh, we've been holding on to each other's birthday gifts for a while. I don't know why we haven't exchanged it. I think we just missed the day and just sort of got longer and a bit more awkward. Yeah, and also giving gifts on birthdays, as we know, is a gimmick and something we mm-hmm. don't necessarily subscribe to. Yeah. So I was a, a while ago. I was like, I wonder what I should get her. I was like, I know she loves music, so maybe I'll buy her, you know, a record. I love records as well. She does too. It's a shared interest. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good gift. Actually, it's a good it? gift. So I was like, I wonder what record I'll buy her. And then I was like, you know what? I feel like I was I was thinking about attachment and how I get attached to to things quite easily, whether it be like my car you know, my records or anything like that. Dare mm. I say people as well. <laughs> like I get very easily attached, right? So it's hard for me to give something away. And I was like, you know what? I think it'd be more special if I give one of my own records and not just any one of them, but like one of the ones like I wouldn't actually want to give away to anyone, Ooh. right? So this one record, I went to this concert um, a few years ago. It was Flight Facilities and the, the MSO. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, they recorded it and then they put it on, on vinyl. And I was like, fuck, that's dope. Yeah. And, you know, it sold out in like the first couple of hours, but I got one. And like, they don't, you can't get them anymore. Like, they're just ridiculous online if you want to get one. And I was like, yeah. What are we talking online? Just out of curiosity. I think it's like 160 bucks is yeah. the last, last time I saw it. Yep. Um, and I was like, yeah, I think I know she loves that concert, like that recording as well. Um, I reckon that'd be special. And it's just like, for a while, I was like, shit, I'm not sure if I want to give it away because uh, like, I really do, like, I love it. Also, yeah. me actually being at the concert that's on record, mm. it's just like, fuck, this is next level tactility. Oh, I'm not sure that's a word, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I like it. Like, uh, anyway, so I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just going to do it. Just going to give it because I think, like, that's where the real gift is, you know? And we talk about, like, the whole that whole saying, like, the thought that counts. Like, I don't really subscribe to it much, but, like, in this, in this case, like, the thought really did count. A lot of thought went into it. Yeah. So... I'll give it to her. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you know where this is going. Yeah, and she was just like, oh, thanks, I guess. No, oh. it was it was worse. Oh, you cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he, with with tears in your eyes. <laughs> I'm just like, you're handing this over is this record. ridiculous. Like, I went to this con, like, fuck. Did you take it back? You'd always just have I to. Said, I, I said, I was like, to be honest, like, I'm offended. Like, this, this gift took a lot more effort to give than anything else I've given. Probably to someone it's yeah. what it's what we're talking about we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with like the giving is an immediate loss of value 
Yeah. It's like that Fuck. that item that you were trying to give away was it had sentimental value to you. Like I fucking lost so it why now. why would you give it away? Like oh, because it's hard to give away. I should give it away. Was your rationale? I just thought it'd be appreciated. I thought like the also like understanding how special the record would be for me. Because you know, I actually like on SoundCloud as well. I responded. I sent a. I asked a comment like, "Is this going to come out on vinyl?" And the guys actually responded to my comment. Oh yeah. And like the four thousand comments are like, "Yeah, it will be." I'm like, "Sweet." Yeah. So Fuck. this is just an Opus Day <laughs> moment where you've just decided to suffer. <laughs> At best case scenario, she's just going to receive this gift and then just feel guilty that she's like that you've given away something that you love for like no reason. <laughs> Fuck. This is real Opus Day. If anything, I'm going to take that in my stride. And... Did you get the record back? No. So it's, her, it's hers now. It's hers now. I've lost it. Someone's got to have a word to her. Maddie listens to the podcast. Yeah, she's an avid listener. No, she can keep it. Just like, fuck. You just, not, you not just the wanted to know that... Do you just want to feel guilty or something or a little bit? <laughs> no. No, it's nothing about that. Like, just, it, it just happened five minutes ago. Yeah. And it's just a bit like... Just like, fuck. This is why we don't give gifts on birthdays. It's just why we don't... Like, we just don't give gifts. Mm. I'm stop giving it. I'm going to start taking a bit more. <laughs> I remember I told someone, I was like, I was a bit stressed or something, and I was like, you know what? It was like a few years ago. Um, it was, <laughs> I was like, I think my problem is I'm just not selfish enough. <laughs> fuck, it did not go down well. <laughs> did just it was a girl well? I was seeing at the time as well. Oh, and she's that's like, oh, really fuck, funny. I can't you're, believe you just said that. And then you, she said, your problem is that you're actually far, far too selfish. <laughs> no, nah, she kept yeah. it to herself. Yeah, but you could tell, you could see it on, it was written all over her face. Where you were going with that story, like building up the, how important the record was to you and yeah. you were like psyching yourself up to give it away. Yeah. I remember when we were, I was like maybe six, we had a little poor box, like, you know, like those, the mm. Caritas Australia ones, yeah. the ones the church gives away yeah, around yeah. Lent. And so like, I diligently put lots of money in it. Oh, like I was, man. I was a real good bloke putting lots of money in it. Yeah. I'd counted how much I'd put in it. And then like the day came to give the box away and I was like, nah. <laughs> I want that money back fair enough so you didn't give it well I took the money back <laughs> and then mum and dad were like but you've already given it to the poor and I'm like no I haven't I just put it in a box <laughs> oh uh, fuck yeah speaking of giving yep I've got one little tip here which I wasn't sure if I was going to bring up but I had a few people send me messages oh, fuck I've been into it did I talk about the seahorse in the last one uh no, you, no didn't. you didn't. You just we spoke about it when we were out for dinner. There was a couple of people sending me messages on like I think like follow ups and mm. little Wikipedia links. Yeah, that's cool. And I think one that I, th- I heard floating around before this and then got, caught my attention again was you know the reproduction, the reproductive system of uh, of the seahorse. Yeah. And you know their whole gender roles and shit like that. It's interesting. So like, the short of it is, the male has the babies. The male gets pregnant. Yeah. The male carries the babies. Yeah. 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 So instead of shooting sperm into the female, you shoot eggs into the male. Yeah, and then he just holds it. He's the only one with the pouch. Man. And then he just stays at a, a bit of seaweed. He just he just link, he just just finds a nice little bit of seaweed. Kills his little tail around. And, and just holds it. Just stays it. And then the female just brings him food and just checks up on him all the time. Yeah, that's pretty sick. It gets a bit more, it, It's even a bit more interesting, actually, because it turns out, like, if he receives... Like, the male in this scenario literally has all the control, in a sense. Like, if he receives receives eggs he deems not worthy like too small too weak or something <laughs> he just absorbs them as energy as food and but at the same time stays there and pretends to be like like for the whole gestation period or whatever it is so it's like, a classic con job yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, taking real good care of them yeah, real tasty eggs <laughs> oh. 
But uh, yeah, it's been interesting. I know. There you go. Yeah, I guess. That one's the Emperor Penguin. Do you know anything about the Emperor Penguin? Nice little happy feet. Yeah, so did I. Great. Great Yeah, and then you decided to write another film called... uh, What was the title? Billy the Bobcat or some (laughs) shit. Fuck. I'll make it happen. Don't you worry. Any producers out there, shoot me up. Hit me up. Shoot me up. Fuck. But, um, so the... (laughs) So the Emperor Penguin's the only, like, animal in the Antarctic that um, gives birth, like, in the middle of winter. Everyone else does it in summer. Lays eggs. It lays eggs. No, no, the eggs hatch in the middle of winter. Oh, uh, okay. So you've just got like the like literally. Is that, that's not that's not called giving birth, though, is it? Is it? I don't know. I guess. Anyway, but I, I get your point. The eggs crack in the middle. Middle of winter. of winter, like the hardest time to survive. Interesting. Yeah, really weird. Um, I don't remember exactly why. Like, it just happens. I think uh, it was back in the day when going to Antarctica was like a massive feat. And yeah, now just every man his dog goes <laughs> every, down there. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those you get the you get the M one down to bloody Antarctica. <laughs> Well, you know how like we've spoken about it before, like the paradox of wilderness areas. Yeah, when people are like, man, I really just want to go see the unspoiled beauty of Antarctica. It's like, well, if you do that, you're kind of spoiling it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But man, I mean, we talk about people that uh, just like the good fight. Yeah, like just three people are like, yeah, we really want to collect some some emperor penguin eggs. How long ago? Or how many? This would have been whenever the start of like exploration was in Antarctica it would have been late 1800s maybe I'm not sure yeah it's like yeah fair enough I want to say late later. 1800s potentially yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, call like that. all I know is I had photographs so I had black and white photos so and yeah. film actually do they have film don't know anyway it's like footage film. yeah ah. it could be wrong anyway um, so these three guys are like yeah we're gonna get the emperor penguin thing because it's the biggest penguin this man's ever seen and it's a bit weird and the eggs are big and it's gonna be dope to bring back to the museum it's the biggest penguin this man's ever seen <laughs> how many penguins has that guy seen probably Quite two other lot. species he's like a penguin expert yeah how many species of penguin are there well how many had that they discovered as well I'm, I'm gonna sure... say at the time there were at least there were probably only three to four species oh, of penguin there was so more I'm gonna Google it right now. How many, how many penguins were alive when that guy went to Antarctica? Dear Google. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm getting hung up on the details. Anyway, um, <laughs> so three guys go out and they're like, "This is a bit of a challenge because we don't usually do explorations when it's in the middle of winter because you just get fucked." Yeah, no kidding. And there's like all these diary blogs and stuff, and they're like, "This is like after one day of trekking to get, I think, it was eight miles or something, and it pretty much took them like three weeks just trekking." And um, so they having a shit house time. They uh, managed to grab three eggs. One of them cracked, and all three of the guys died before they got back. Wait, <laughs> how? How do? Oh, I guess they wrote it down that the it, egg cracked. It was wrote. It was written down, and they were literally, I think, something like ridiculous, like six hundred meters away from home, from the base camp. They ran out of food. Yeah, because it was the middle of winter. It was the middle of winter. No food, too cold. I had the egg, the penguin eggs. I'm surprised it didn't take a penguin, yeah. Just eat one. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, we enjoy poultry. I wonder what penguin would taste like. Yeah, it's a bit taboo, isn't it? Would it yeah, I'm not even sure if it is taboo. I just think it's like... It's a lot of yeah. <laughs> you got to go in the middle of winter to, to yeah. pick off a penguin, really. Mm. I don't know. Would I eat a penguin? Would you? To survive. Part of me looks at a penguin and I'm like, I feel like you'd be more like seal meat. Just because you look like you're blubbering shit around you. What's seal meat like? I don't know, but I imagine it's something like penguin meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Look, honestly, yeah, I'd pretty happily eat penguin. I don't care much for penguins. What are you doing? Animals? <laughs> I've got no respect for them. You've got one listener in Antarctica. 
fuck you. Oh, actually, yeah. shout out to shout out to my brother for pumping the foreign numbers. Oh, of course, South it? Korea. Yeah, yeah. So now yeah, we've got a little we've got a little listener in Korea, and I'm sure Jim, Jim he's a very outgoing sort. He'll grow that readership. Well, that to be honest, this thing can go viral. Huh? It's like the tech capital of the world. Yeah, it'll be like Gangnam Style. <laughs> yeah. We need a little a little podcast dance of sorts. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Get the video in. You got anything you want to discuss today? No. This is what we sort of talked about. Maybe coming in with a bit of... Sorry, I'm yawning. Yeah, no, I respect that. Bit I of think, material. Well, now that spring's on its way, um, going back to episode two, I've tried a couple of times to, to bring it back in, but it never never happened for other reasons. I think the dinner party is something I actually want to... We talked about it no, recently, yeah. and I think it's probably time we pull the trigger on that. I'm saying in the next couple of weeks that we have a dinner party. Yeah. Two, two weeks even. Okay, fair enough. Um, and we talk, and I think what I'd like to do is what you discuss, and we go really pure. Let's try and keep the talk on the dinner party. Do you? I I feel like you're right. I think does well, everyone I'm, enjoy the dinner party as much as we do? That's the tricky thing. Honestly, who gives a shit? This podcast just for us. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Talk about the dinner party. It's like giving that record to my sister. It was just for me. Yeah, exactly. It right. was an exercise yeah. in me giving. Good on yeah. me. I'm a hero. What's and only hero? you and I and the listeners of the podcast will know. You kind of cheapened it by talking about it on the podcast, but... The good thing about the podcast is I don't really get a feeling for the listeners around me. It's just yeah. you and me in the room. It is. And it's good. Like, um, talk about dinner party for as long as, as long as it needs to be spoken about. Well, here's the thing. How much do we leave to, like, surprise? Oh, yeah, true. You know, I, like, I love the idea of... Yeah. A, a bit of magic. Yeah, yeah. Dare I... Yeah, like... We've got, we were so conflicted with it because we've got so many competing ideas and some of them are just like diametrically opposed. Like initially we're like, oh, this would be a cool idea if people really see the entire dinner party coming together. Yeah. And like have like a little window into the conversations and mm. the work that goes into it. And then like a couple of days ago, we were like messaging and you're like, no, it'd be really good just to subvert. Like, should I talk about this now? Like, I think I think we honestly just just talk about it. Yeah, like you were almost like it'll be good to like just completely subvert expectations. Like we talk about it, we like we deliberately mislead people on the podcast. We're like, yeah, we're gonna have first course duck. It'll be really lavish. It'll be a homemade ice cream for dessert. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and then like they get here and you're like, welcome. It's actually very humble. All I've prepared for you is a simple soup with bread. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm not really sure why um, that feels so right. Yeah, I think yeah. It does because, like, to an extent, like with the dinner party, sort of what you're doing is like, it's not like you're like asking to be liked, but there is like an element of that there. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're putting a lot of yourself out there for mm. other people's enjoyment. That you're putting a lot of effort into something, and you're like, geez, I hope these people enjoy this. So it's almost kind of like brave and candid to be like, I just made something really simple. This is humble. Like, this is how I feel. Like, mm. this is how I feel. I don't really feel like I want to do a big over the top thing. I just don't really think it's me right now yeah. like I think something dead humble is the way to do it it is the risk though with doing these dinner parties dinner parties especially because people eat every day except for lions they eat <laughs> every six months or so but yeah. like people eat every day and it's very easy to take a meal as a oh yeah thanks for the food yeah and yeah. not appreciate like for me cooking is a very passionate dare I even say intimate experience with <laughs> cooking for myself and then others as well it can be Again, it can be... This is one of the things we're sort of talking about living together and it yeah. would be good 
but sometimes it's also exhausting because it's just like every meal you just have to get right. You're just like, I know. Like, well, why don't you just substitute this for this? You're like, mm, no, nah, it's just not going to be quite right. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I don't know, that's the thing I always get worried out, worried about with putting on you know, any sort of thing, an event that people don't... Won't appreciate it. The thing is, but at the same time, I don't want people to be like, oh man, this is the best. Like, I don't want praise. I just want to know, like just... I'd like that feeling of just like looking around the room and being like, yeah, people are appreciating this. Yeah. Maybe not. Because we, we kind of spoke about like really stripping it back. Mm. Like, it's very simple, plain sort of flavors. Yeah. I'm not really sure what we're trying to achieve with that. I know it really does feel right. It feels right. What I are we trying it, to achieve with that? To be honest, because I think when we started talking about dinner parties when I think about putting on the best dinner, best dinner party I'm like yeah. it's got to be extravagant over the top complex fuck yeah. it's like I'm not sure I'm not exactly sure it's 100% about the food I'm yeah. almost like I think the idea of like people like also getting dressed like coming to this certain thing at a certain time like as an event yeah and then having something so simple yeah yeah I know I think there's something nice about that it's kind of like um yeah, when we went out for birthday drinks for you. Yeah. And you just didn't tell people it was your birthday. You yes. just asked people to come. He's Goddamn like, pure. Yeah. He's like, I don't, yeah, I don't want anyone coming out of obligation. Yeah. I want people coming because they want to be there. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, uh, if I ask someone, oh, do you want to, I'm going to have drinks tonight with a couple of people. Do you want to come? Oh, I'm a bit tired. Sorry, man. I might give it a miss. Mm. But it's like, if it was my birthday, he'd be like, or if I said, oh, it's my birthday, he'd be like, oh, no, fair enough. I'll pull up the boots and I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah. You're not there for the right reasons. I'm going to drag myself there just so I can yeah. say that I didn't miss Michael's birthday. Exactly. But like, I mean, that's that's not wholly unpure. Like, it's not the worst thing for people to be like, oh, yeah, at times I'm kind of putting effort into a relationship. Mm. You know what I mean? It's true. It's true. Someone's like, you're like, maybe you should follow up the message with, oh, it's actually important that you be there. And then I feel like people probably can't. But I mean, that's a little bit lame. It's like, eh, it's not that important that you be there. Like, it'll just, just drinks. Anyway. Anyway, but you're right what you said, though. It was a pure experience. It was very nice to have, mm. like, just a couple of mates that, like, like honestly, someone just went out of their way to be there. I mean, I know you traveled, like, <laughs> in fact, you traveled an hour into the city and then walked home oh. three and a half hours. Like, really... that's not the most fucking pure experience I've ever, I've ever goddamn heard it's of. Three hours and 15 minutes. And I was also, like... <laughs> We haven't really been out like in a group where I've had drinks because normally I just don't drink. I have yeah. like a couple of Coke Zeros. And yeah. so initially I just had one beer. And yeah. then once we decided to kick on, I was like, oh, like then I, and then in my head, I'm like, now I've got to make it a really big night because I could, re- I could see that it was going to start getting expensive and mm. I was going to have to Uber home. Mm. And in the end, it was just kind of like, for me personally, the worst case scenario because we stayed <laughs> just like five minutes until after the last train left. And I was like, no, oh, shit. <laughs> Can't be on, honestly, it was an opportunity though. Walk home, beautiful. I love walking home. We've walked home before, but it's only been mm. 40 minutes. Yeah. Like 30 minutes from the city. Yeah. But this is a whole new kettle of fish. This is really character building. I respect it a lot. Yeah. I respect it a lot. I and think you had trams going past you and you opted not to get the tram. I did have a couple go past, yeah. Fuck, well, that's, that's I was kind of like, am I going to run for the tram? I don't want to look like... Then you look like a real basket case. Like, this guy's running for a tram at 1am <laughs> on a Monday night, Tuesday night. Yeah. Nah, I'm good, man. I don't want the tram driver to think I'm a loser. I need his pity. Then I need him to stop for me. Fuck that, dog. Fuck you, tram driver, if you're listening. Oh, I don't care for you. Yeah, maybe we come up with a theme for the for the dinner party. I do w- work out of that. I feel like a good theme could be could be gratitude. 
or humbleness. Fuck, I really like that. Gratitude's a nice one. Mm, yeah, because I was thinking, so I don't have much, like, I'm trying not to spend as much money lately mm. because I don't really have much money coming in. And so now, like, if someone if someone does me a small good deed, I am really filled with gratitude. <laughs> yeah. Like, even so, just staying back at Ascot Vale. Yeah. Back at mum and dad's tonight, the last two nights. Like, just when I was, like, sleeping downstairs in the fold-out bed. I was like, mm, this is really nice. I have a warm place to sleep. I am grateful for this. The gratitude makes me feel good. I feel yeah. like I could be quite a successful monk. A monk? Yeah, yeah. No talking too. <laughs> Perfect. Podcast would be a bit awkward. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to probably bring the setup to the Himalaya. That'd yeah. Be hard. So, yeah. Yeah, should we tell the people about the portable setup? Are you going to complain th- about that? Well, that's the thing. I mean, you were sort of saying that, oh, we should bring the the setup or oh, I don't know you said you should come to me like come to Hyatt yeah man and I, was, I sort of took it as like are you expecting me to unplug the setup no no I think I think for social meetings you should come to Hyatt oh, but oh, podcasting f- should be on here that's pretty yeah. fair that's somewhat fair yeah because um, I was like I mean honestly I wanted to spend the money on the portable setup but you mm, didn't this is mm. all on you yeah, I understandable. no guilt here yeah. no obligation no no understandable but here's a here's a catch the the house I'm the living in is it's so humble it's a beautiful <laughs> thing but it's so humble and this is beautiful that I feel uh, perhaps awkward about having people over <laughs> that's how humble it is I mean I think you embrace the humble even more than when you have people over like just <laughs> yeah. wear a Hessian sack <laughs> and just be reading the bible <laughs> just back and forth and just be like <laughs> This is me now. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my very humble abode. We're going to have board games night over at mine with those <laughs> group of friends. It's City great. on milk crates. <laughs> Not even cross-legged on the floor. Here's the thing. No in, cushions. In the cushions. living <laughs> Yeah, the hard floor brings us closer to God. <laughs> like, it's just a house. It's like, you don't entertain much, do you? In the living room, there's only three seats. Like, do you know what I mean? There's a couch where two people can sit and then there's one other chair. So I'm guessing they've never had more than three people over at a time. Very Should humble. we hold the dinner party there? <laughs> I don't think the world's ready for that. Oh, you know, the thing with the dinner party is I sort of don't want to talk about it on the air. Yeah. We mentioned this, so I'm actually... Well, that's, that's chill. I think we've... we've a, given people a little insight. We've given you a bit of a taste. We have a clear understanding now on where we're going to head, right? I think. Mm. And the rest, I think, is going to be up to us. We're going to do it behind... We're, yeah. we're going to do it. Um, look, if you're lucky enough to get an invite, good. Because uh, I think we said we, were, we wanted to keep it a smaller group. Yeah, yeah. Like, real close. Dare I say, well, just you and me. <laughs> well, that's a good thing about dinner parties. We're going to definitely do a couple of test events where it is just you and me. Just yeah, like, and that's a It's going to be event. a big day. Like, clear out the day. Yeah. Possibly the night as well, because we'll probably do a test with the movie, what movie we might watch afterwards. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. We did that last time. All yeah. the summer event. No, it, was a, it was one of the spit roast events. Yeah, I think it was nice to have, like, a, a film on afterwards. Yeah, so, unbroken. unbroken. No, what was it called? Oh, unforgiven. Unforgiven. Yeah, unforgiven. Hum- humble unforgiven. pig farmer. Uh, Clint Eastwood goes back to his roots and and just justice calls. Pinnacle of the western genre. Yeah, to be honest. In fact, speaking of westerns, um, I watched Drive last night. Oh yeah. Well, what a great film. Yeah, it's good. It's a western too. It is. It, yeah, de- it definitely like, is. There's, there's no discussion. For there's me. no discussion. I mean, you already mentioned it before. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just reaffirm it's it's incredible. I like yeah, even good. it goes as far as like even 
your main guy, Ryan Gosling, mm. he, he doesn't even say much. He doesn't have many lines. It's so Clint Eastwood-esque. It's kind of like me. It's regard. just like, he doesn't need to talk. And in, and I remember after like watching a couple of Westerns, I sort of toyed with the idea of, if it doesn't, like, if I feel the question asked doesn't need a response, mm. or like, I feel like I won't give him a response. Yeah, Someone yeah, might yeah. ask me something, I just sort of look at them. Yeah. And they just... They'd follow. They just keep talking. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They follow. They'd take it as a declining to speak. They just kind of keep talking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so interesting. Mm. I, I and then I think I still do it a little bit now. Someone might like say a bit of a statement. And it's like I've got nothing really to add to it. And I sort of look yeah, up. like the it's it's a statement, and they just kind of expect you to talk because to that's respond. like the cadence of a conversation. I don't like, need to. Uh, yeah, good call. And just a little looking at them with a you know slight little smile. Yeah, it's like what the fuck's going and on? And then you say, "I drive." Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh. He's the man with no name as well. You know, that's a that's a classic Western thing. It's just like, yeah. And also, like, doesn't actually, like, he has what he wants as, like, from a moral point of view. Yeah. He wants his girl and that kid to be safe. Yep. The fact that he's come into uh, a million dollars cash, it's irrelevant. Like, he doesn't want... Yeah. He, like, what, what he wants is the killing and stuff to end. Like, that's not who he is, but yeah, that's yeah. what he knows he has to do to, to make sure his interests stay. Yeah. I mean, like, fuck, that's that's the sort of guy we all want to be, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's kind of like an outlaw in the sense that, like, his morality really isn't guided by what's illegal. You know, it's like that really cool line in Jack Reacher when it's like, he doesn't care about the law. Yeah. He cares about what's right. You're like, yeah, cool. That's why I drive over the speed limit. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, so if you don't want to talk about dinner party or whatever, or if you want to talk more about drive, i got I got a couple of topics. Well, actually, my... I think I, I hit out of you. Yeah, your little segment now. <laughs> <laughs> we have some intro music no I, I don't think I have like a, a segment as such but the things I, I let, let's talk let's talk jobs and business ventures fuck yes I, I, that's that's all I have to that's the, that's all I have like yeah. my job I think in the next we've got probably 15 minutes left I think it'd be good for me to have my future career path just sorted oh, I agree you know I, I did come up with an app idea the other day I'm not sure how it's, you know sound it is to bust it over the uh, yeah. over the waves it'll be, it'll be kind of like yeah share the idea because have you heard like Emil Zatopek, like the revolutionary runner in like the fifties, late forties, fifties? Did the mile in under four minutes? No, he did not. Oh, but he was he was more the he was close. <laughs> <laughs> he was more the longer events. In no. in one of the Olympics, he rolled up and he was he was only doing the five and the ten thousand. Yeah, and he won both of those. And he's like, nah, honestly, why don't I enter the marathon as well? <laughs> and he's won that as well. He beat beat the guy who's a current world record holder, a world champion. I think it was like Jim Peters or something. He jogged past him at like at like the eighteen mile mark or something. And then about halfway, and he was like, um, he's like, yeah, I've I've never run run one of these before. Like, are we going pretty quick or are we on pace? And then he's like, the guy was trying to stitch him. I was like, no, I'm going way too slow. So then Emil Zatopek was like, man, fair enough, and just like took off and just took the lead. <laughs> so he never challenged. <laughs> never caught up. Yeah, but anyway, his training was just so revolutionary because it was just like so insanely intense yeah and he just if people ask him what he was doing like at the time there's a bit of secrecy around training as there kind of always is with yeah. like um you know like sports science it's like, it's like the america's cup when they had like tarps over the keel like you oh, weren't yeah, allowed really? to see it like you don't talk yeah that's about. so cool yeah yeah like you drop it in the water and, like still no one knows what the bottom of the boat looks like like how they're winning, <laughs> i don't know that's cool i don't yeah. know that story yeah it's pretty intense um but yeah, and but he so if you ask him about his like training secrets, like he just told you, because he's like honestly, if anyone can do this, like more power to them, because I've been doing it and it's a little like I would literally, it's so hard. It's like, I, 
It's insane. Like most people during that time would like train like three, four times a week. Like, yeah. I don't over train. You got to stay fresh. You got to stay fresh. So then maybe only do like 15, 20 Ks in a week. Yeah. If they were doing like a mile or something, which is just like obscenely short. Mm. In like one session of intervals, like Emil Zadepec would do like 20 plus Ks. Just <laughs> insanity. Yeah. So when everyone else is doing miles, he's just punching out Ks. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And <laughs> he just had a different mindset for it all. He was metric. Yeah. Well, because like his thing was like his his session, which is just stupidly large, was like twenty two hundred meters, forty four hundred meters, and then twenty two hundred meters in like the one session. That's just fucked. And he was just like honestly, one four hundred meters, I'm done. It's, yeah. Well, it's twenty four Ks all up, and he did like two hundred. 200 meter jogs between or something. Anyway, it's like 20, it's like 20 to 30 k's of like interval work, which even now you'd be like, ah, it's just, that's so stupidly too much. <laughs> You're a nut job. He was like, quote was like, no, oh, I already knew how to run slow, so I wanted to learn how to run fast. Like, oh, fair enough, makes sense. He kept it simple. Anyway, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, that's why you should share the app idea. Yeah. Because well, it's going to require so much work that if anyone can do it, man, more power to them. Dare I even say it'd be a bit like that, the, what are the Hinkle Brother Twins or something? The Winklevoss twins. Yeah, it's like even better. I don't have to develop the thing. I'll just get a nice settlement <laughs> at the end of it. Like, let's, this is almost the best way to do it. I'll give you permission to do it, but don't think I won't sue you afterwards. <laughs> um, app idea was this. I was on the... I mean, someone was like to me the other day, uh, they asked me that question actually. Like, if you could go back in time, where would you go? I was like, oh, that's interesting you asked that question. No, you got a time I'm, travel app invented. Like, oh, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I'd stay right here. Ooh. Which I reckon maybe two weeks ago I wouldn't have said, but I've just been in a real upbeat. Like I'm just I'm feeling pretty good. You kicking goals? I've ki- I'm kicking goals. You yeah. are actually, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know what? Goals. Like now is the time. Like I, this is where I want to be. I don't want to go back and and have to do everything again. I don't want to go back to another time where I can't do this. I don't know. I was like, yeah, now. And they're like, oh, that's so interesting. And I, and I said, you know, what about you? She's like, I don't know. I'm not sure too too sure about now. I mean, I just feel like technology is just like a big distraction. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, look, honestly, it's a description as much as you want. Like, you can block it out just like I, I blocked out my demons for 14 years. Like, <clears throat> but then I thought, you know, they've got all those apps, I think, where you, you you do a certain action and it could be around already. I haven't even checked. Yeah. And and you get rewarded or like a saving app. And I was like, what about for every minute you spend on certain apps or on your phone, mm. certain amount of money gets taken from your bank account and put into uh, an investment a small investment account or a small no yeah account. I like that yeah so it's just like look I'm on Facebook and for every every minute I spend on Facebook you know 50 cents or 20 cents like something hard, like as much as yeah, whatever yeah. you want it to be it can be as low as 5 cents as much as 20 bucks like yeah that's cool and, and, and then that gets taken out of your savings and, and distributed wherever you want and it could be yeah. it could, honestly it's like oh it could just be donating to Caritas Christie whatever it is you could yeah, be yeah. Or you could just be like, oh, this is going to be my sesh fund. Like, I'm just going to drink beers with this money. It doesn't matter. Yeah, those are cool ideas. Those, like, um, little sort of, like, slow accumulating, like, microtransactions or apps. Yeah, and it's just like, I'm not actually trying to change... Like, I feel like a lot of apps, you, you sort of need to adopt. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's just like, I've got to somewhat change my behavior to make the most of this It just app. runs in the background, baby. This app is Plug just... In. I mean, I did something for, the, for this union. It went really well, like an app about redistributing money wait just one second the only problem with this app is it can kind of be like the me with the Caritas cardboard box you're like no I just want to take it out I haven't given it away yet I just put it in the app well that's the thing I feel like you can make decisions at the start of the app oh yeah yeah it's permanent you buy a 10 year bond <laughs> it locks it away sorry um, go on yeah but I think that's apps like that will, will work well because it doesn't mean I have to change any way I do my yeah. daily thing it just attaches on 
like yeah. a leech of sorts <laughs> and just get something good out of what I deem to be or some people deem to be a negative behavior. That's yeah. perfect, man. It almost makes it, it just justifies it. Yeah. There you go. There's the app idea. Done. Well, we've already had one fan make a little word cloud, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, if we have a fan out there that wants to make this app. Yeah, pro bono, of course. I, just, um... <laughs> I can't give you much. I invite you to a very humble dinner party. <laughs> Soup and bread. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's just like a millennial meme, though, isn't it? Just be like, yeah, I've got an app idea. So I know it's fucked. Take that to the bank, champ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every guy's got an app idea. Oh fuck. Maybe we should. Well, we need to start a business, like we've said before on the podcast. Doing jobs, we love doing jobs. If like that's pretty much the only get out that you'll ever accept. Like yeah. if you're twisting my arm to do a podcast, and like the only thing that I could say to really make jobs, no, I'm doing some jobs. Today. I'm like, I can't hold. That's it. Yeah, you're I'm not, really I'm not getting in the way of the jobs. I'm just, I would never do that to anyone. Like, if yeah. anything, all right, I might help you with your jobs. Like I want to be a part of this. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm fucking like. One thing I've actually started to appreciate yeah. a truckload. Yeah. Is self motivation. Yeah. You- <laughs> I love. I love. Just being self-motivated. I don't know this change that's come over you in the last couple of months. I really, Michael said the funniest thing to me over Messenger a couple of days ago when he was like, man, I feel like I should be giving a TEDx talk on the power of plotting. <laughs> that's my like 10-year goal. Like, oh, Michael, how have you done it? Like, so many, you've done so many little things. Like, Not necessarily the best, but you've done so many of them. And you finished them too. Yeah. No, I just plod. I just plod. I, I just don't give up. Plotting. I just do it slow, obstinate. <laughs> Look, it's also kind of funny because it's like, uh, so are you like explaining that he's just like discovered like the concept of work ethic or practice <laughs> like, for myself? I have. It's just like a, a born again Christian. It's like, oh, you got to get a load of this. It's like, I don't have to you tell you, mate. It's been shit. here for a thousand yeah. years. You heard of this shit? It's like you put this in work, you gold. get better at it. <laughs> get it. It's nuts. Uh. Sign me up, man. I'll get you to my talk. <laughs> Uh, but no, like I'm just, Blood. I'm getting a big power and I'm like, you know what? Actually having my own little, I'm another millennial thing, having yeah. a startup. Mm. I almost don't want to subscribe to it, but I can't help it. I, would, yeah. I, I feel like at this present point in my life, like the gains I've made with self-motivation, just general <laughs> frothing of the plot. Yeah. It's time. Language is so important to us. And like, so we've already, some of our key words are the best. Yeah. Done. Done. <laughs> That's it. Is done. another one? They're done. It's done. Oh. Now the plot has the been plod. added to our lexicon. Yeah. Also, startup is a good choice. You know what I mean? It sounds like I'm doing things. You know, I'm getting it done. I'm starting up. Yeah. Let's go for let's go for lunch. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with that one. No, it's no. I'm startup. Let's let's startup going instead. Yeah, exactly. Lunch startup. Like Kanye. Kanye put out a tweet. He's like, "Pride's a sin." Instead of saying, "I'm proud of this," say, "I love this." And I'm like, "It's it's it's like classic weird ass Kanye," but I love it. I back it. You know, honestly, I've been saying I've been proud of my like a lot of things I've achieved. You're right. I love this. I love this. It's so much, it's just love fucking, is just more pure. Just attach me to it. It's yeah. not like a sense of, oh, I've done good, pat on the back. It's like, yeah. this is a pure attachment I have to what I've achieved. Yeah, yeah. It's not about Dumb. me. It's about the, it's about the act. Yeah. I know, I've, I said that a couple of times when you were like hitting dinner party ideas at me. Mm. I said it like, just by chance, I was like, I love that. Because that was my first reaction. When you said like, we should do, we should do like, we should keep it really humble. As soon as it hit me, I was like, I love that idea. Man, and I was going to say from my end, I love that. Like that response is, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> like that response is great. Yeah, it's good. I, again, we've spoken about this a lot. We're both just... That's another... We're really just carriers. So you just like you just hoik me a handball and I'm just like, well, I'm, I've got this and I'm running with it now. <laughs> Head first. I, actually just, I don't care if I break my neck. Just <laughs> anything though. It's just funny. I, I think it's, I like, the idea of unconditionally backing someone 
is very powerful at, at times can be very detrimental yeah it just feels good to be a part of a group and doing something like i mean the nazis knew it all those guys just joining in the rallies being like honestly it feels good to be a part of it like, we're getting jobs done <laughs> i love it i love it i love that idea yeah. Yeah. Like, oh fuck like next thing just... you know just, oh shit man i'm gonna back you in with I'm that in argentina you know running away from war crimes it's not good, is it? <laughs> like when that guy we're out for dinner on that night the night of your birthday and I don't even like that, that waiter. In my opinion, I don't like when waiters hang around and talk to us. He actually looked... The thing is, I appreciated when we went out for dinner at the Viking place. Because yeah. that was like short... No, that's the oh. guy I didn't appreciate. Oh, I thought it was going to be at the chicken place. Yeah, I didn't really appreciate either. Okay, we'll go through all this. So the first person we had at the Viking place, yeah. she was good, I thought. Yeah, the girl she she good, sort yeah. of came in, nice. bit of fun, gave us some good recommendations. Yeah. and like, Ran us through the menu. Done, that was it. Made she was gone. Other guy was a bit of a loiterer. Mm. Also, he wanted to be a part of the night. He wanted to be a part of it, and I sort of gave him a bit of a tester to like. I mean, if you want to be a part of it, you sort of got to get around like me. Because <laughs> it's your birthday. It's my birthday in yeah. a sense. Yeah, that's what I was going to so, say. But anyway, so I don't even know what you so said. So I, I tossed in the bone of I think like some really contentious <laughs> asylum seeker sort of like yeah, contentious or just downright offensive. I'm not even yeah, sure yeah. if it was. I yeah, think it was just a, like a, it's sort really of like a big. Compa- like I wasn't having a go at anyone. I think I was just yeah. making like a brutal comparison to something that seemed quite small to like you know the I mean like, you know the ridiculousness of the. The brutality of like a twelve-year-old just trying to let us like light herself on fire. Yeah, okay. And and he just sort of looked at me and was just like, I yeah. think he's like, in his head, I could tell he's just like a you know, classic uh, inner-city lefty. <laughs> I know this is a contentious topic. I'm not sure if it's offensive. Yeah. But I think I'm just gonna assume Obviously. it's offensive. Yeah. To, to <laughs> it's cover it's pretty problematic, man. Yeah. It, What's problematic about it? No, no, honestly. it's kind of transphobic, ableist. Honestly, <laughs> like, you're a fucking it's one coward. Of my buzzwords. Get out of here. Get me another fucking martini <laughs> while you're at it. Because <laughs> I don't even know what he says. He says I'm about kids on the night room, and I was like, no, honestly, I back in. Yeah. What's he saying? No, he's got it right. Yeah. Michael enough. thinks about these things. I respect him. <laughs> His opinion. Get out of here, it's man. Really cowardly. But at the chicken place, the guy sort of awkwardly loitered without saying much. He's like, yeah, he you did. guys, you, you need more food. Yeah. Um, and he was waiting for us to make a decision. Or something. This he decision's fucking like, up to me, man. Like, if I want more food, like, mm. I'll get more food. Trust me. Yeah. Like, the fact that you're loitering, it's like, you're putting on the hard sell. It's, yeah. it's a bit cheap. A bit greasy, dare I say. No, it was a, it was a chicken place. It was a chicken place. It was quite greasy. Good what chicken. What were we talking about? Yeah, it was good. But, um, no, how do we get on this little tangent? Fuck, I think it's that time we asked that classic question. What are we talking about? What do you What do you think of the potty so far? What do you think of this one? <laughs> I'm pretty happy with this one. No, what were we talking about? Um, plotting, plotting, business, startup. You know, startups. I've been thinking recently. I love this. I think what has been good about me getting jobs done recently, mm. me kicking goals. Kicking goals is another bit of language we'll add. Yeah, like I love this kicking goals. I love that. And here's going to be throwing myself in the deep end or jumping in the rabbit hole. Mm, to, we love we love the rabbit hole. We've already spoken about the, the rabbit hole. Is very special to us. Have we spoken about the rabbit hole? The rabbit hole again. I said that one time, and you were like, "I love the it. rabbit hole. This is so good. The best." Done. I love <laughs> it. So like the rabbit hole, and then uh, I think like, yeah, just just choosing to jump right into it. You know mm. what I mean? Like not hesitating, yeah. not looking into it. Like, I think with this business thing, if or any venture we do together, if we want it to happen, it has to be that. Like just just jumping into the rabbit hole, diving right into the deep end. Yeah, I think those are two kind of different. Because we will like it's just like it's, you'll survive. Mm, was, honestly, like yeah. I actually have absolute faith yeah. that when I or you or together we jump into something, yeah, 
that we will rise the occasion. <laughs> yeah, we we'll literally just work it out. Like, we will work, like what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, literally yeah, nothing. That's a, that's a good one. It's literally just, like, the worst case scenario is like, I haven't even got that much, much money to lose. <laughs> like, it's so humble. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, again, like, the first couple of times I met you and you just, we had that, you had those spit events here. Yeah. We were just, like, having a spit. And, like, I was like, I was like, fuck, well, like, what if it's not cooking properly? You know, like, I get it. It's like... It's meat over fire. Like, literally, what's the worst? It's like the oldest cooking just, technique. Like, how can this not work? It just doesn't go wrong. And every, every like, you do, like, three of those events. Yeah. And every time, you almost seemingly put less and less effort into it. And, like, you put zero effort into the first one. So, I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. But, like, I think it just, it's because, and it just turned out perfect every time. I think in, like, the third event, like, I didn't even do it. Like, other people just did things. Like Mountie came in and he just got the fires yeah. going. And you were just a facilitator. I was a facilitator. I feel like you and your band. You, you're, the, you're the guy, you're the crucial guy in the heist movie who brings everyone together. You're Danny Ocean. I like to think I'm Danny Ocean, yeah. <laughs> I, I've got a good little Danny Ocean moment actually for everyone. A nice little story, which I'm, we might... You robbed a casino. Not too far from it. <laughs> I, I robbed a casino... In a, uh, you did it. Anyway, look, here we're going to... No, but it is There's casino. There's a moment when you, you pulled into moment. Macau I and pulled... you didn't have your papers. Yeah. This is a good one. I've got a knock on the door. Oh. It pause on this bad boy. No. Yeah. So we're just doing a podcast. Hello. Yeah, we're just doing a podcast. Sorry. Yeah, you're on live. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> no worries. Just needed to help Michael's uh, grandpa. He needs to learn how to forward a text message. Ah, oh, Daisy. Which is a scam from my gov. Anyway, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Tax and my gov is a goddamn scam. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh, yeah, that was actually a real woke moment from your dad. I, honestly, I think we should, he should actually, if, if, if there's anyone who's come close to getting the third mic, <laughs> yeah, that was it, just then. Yeah, fuck, so fuck funny. my God. Also, just how rude, he, like, well, not rude, but like, he was just like knocking on the door and then they're like, yeah, we're doing a podcast. And he's like, mm, I'm just going to open the door and plow through it. Just, <laughs> yeah. Not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents would have like meekly gone away. Yeah. Like, no, fuck Here's it. the thing, I sort of got a, no, you know what, I got five minutes, oh. I gotta, I gotta wrap it up in two. In uh, yeah, right, I'm not sure do. I can do this story justice. Oh fuck! It's a good one. Dude. I know it is a good it's one. Those are ones, and it's like, is that even a real story? And uh, it is actually one of. It's probably what I'd say is like the best story I've got to tell. Right, I've, well, told it many, yeah, I've told yeah, it many. I've told it many a time. I don't really have that many good stories. That's a good one. Should well, we? Should, one. Let's 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 not let's, like, let's, 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 let's not anyway, tease like, the people. Let's yeah, not tease exactly. The I mean, it's a good story. We'll talk about it next. It might be an amendment. We might do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We do a little addendum. Yeah. People didn't like that though. Actually. Who cares? I don't care for it. It worked well for me. Yep, done. Um, but yeah, all right. Uh, we'll uh, turn yeah. into the next episode. Hopefully, this story there. Who That's knows? good. We got my job sorted out. Got my career done. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna start. We'll have a startup my next week. App idea. We'll be asking for money. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll see you later. All right, bye.